the voice of something. Will you wake up in the morning? You McDonald's addicts out there. Good morning. <laughs> Is that what that was about? I don't know. Yeah, Pac-Man was talking about people being McDonald's addicts. I think I'm a McDonald's addict. Let the chips all special. Check, check. Shine a light on me. I'm going to go on those oh, those yes, chips all special. Those, uh... Shout Oreo shakes from Jack in the Box. Oh, oh they're dude. so good. The oh my god. Good morning, Aloha Biscuiteers. Welcome to the one, the only, the Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> it's so good to be here at the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here at 333 Dairy Road in downtown Maui. This is, of course, the voice of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Chuck Sauce. And in the studio today, we have the one, the only, Vincer Vince Fody. Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. I am doing good today. And I want our audience to bend over today, everybody, because we got one heck of a gravy pipe for you. Just remember, guys, you cannot give up you on the gravy. cannot give up on the gravy. No, and I'm not going to give up on you, Vince Fody. Please don't give up on me. I like your George Schlossington shirt that you're wearing. Is the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater audience ready to jump on the gravy train? I think they're more than ready. All aboard! Gravy level. I'm concerned about your gravy level today, Chuck. Today on the Biscuits and Gravy Train, we're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <laughs> How does Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo work? Uh, well, people send us their questions that you can email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And then we will ask those questions to Chuck live on the air. Isn't that exciting, guys? It's so exciting. How else can people reach us, Vincent? From your lips to Chuck's ears. Mm. It's that easy. So if you need to email us for any reason, don't forget the the in thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And then everything else is biscuitsandgravy808. So if you're trying to find us on Instagram, Uh biscuitsandgravy808. Trying to find us on Patreon to sign up for the biscuitier, biscuit tier on Patreon. Only a dollar a month. That is Biscuits and Gravy 808. If you want to find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, if you guys are listening to us on the radio right now, don't forget that you can listen to all the old episodes. Um, Some of them even have bonus content. That's all at on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Biscuits and Gravy 808. You drink scotch and swear when we were in the biscuit bunker. Oh, yeah, when we were in the biscuit bunker, anything went. Because during COVID, they closed down the radio station, so we had to record at my house, so we just drank scotch and smoked weed. Yeah, it was a good old time. It was a grand old time. But I don't think you're allowed to drink on the actual radio. No, the FCC won't let me be. But I can still drink this uh, nitro cold brew. Hold on, let me get this in the mic. Whoa, that sounded groovy, <laughs> wow, that dude. that sounded way better than I thought Whoa. it was Whoa, what kind of witch's brew culture you got going over there? There's an Aya Newt in here. Wait till you pound that bad boy. You're going to get so wet and wild. Oh, my goodness. Like, I already drank a whole thing of cold brew coffee earlier oh, today, man. this morning, so mm. I am going to feel real good Looks for like the show. Looks like someone's taking a bathroom break. Mm. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. Vincent Fody, what are three television shows you're going to spoil for us later today? Um, I don't really have too many spoilers. I'm going to yell about Rick and Morty, that's we, for sure. We sure will be talking about the new Rick and Morty episode. They did a little Voltron parody 
And it was good. It was good. And then they also brought back something that people were very angry about from two episodes ago. If you watch Rick and Morty, I'm sure you probably know what we're talking about. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll ruin like Bad Batch or something. Oh, okay. I started watching Omega. a new TV show about zombies. Wait, what? It's called Black Summer. It's way better than The Walking Dead, and we're going to talk about it later in Spoiler Alert. Wow. Is it better than Black Klansman? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I actually really liked that movie. Black Klansman was pretty good. Yeah, except it was very anticlimactic, because as it turns out, the FBI knew about all this racist stuff going on and was like, meh. I like when he gets his picture taken with the, he tricks the Klansman in the in the getting his picture taken with him. Yeah. It's like David Duke or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who was, by the way, a Democrat. Speaking of terrible people, today's show is underwritten in part by lovely community minded celebrity sponsors like Margaret Thatcher's Roofs. Hey Vince, need a new roof? Get a Thatcher. And also by Demi Moore's S'mores. <laughs> Are you looking for the best s'mores? Make more s'mores your s'mores. Demi Moore s'mores. If you're looking for the best s'mores, say, gimme Demi. Uh, I love it. Don't ghost me <laughs> when I'm talking about Demi Moore s'mores. And also by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. Mm, I like that. Oh, did you hear that Dwayne Johnson uh, said that he will not be returning to the Fast and Furious franchise? No way. So I don't know if he's... He might not make any more appearances in the Fast and Furious franchise, but they might continue to do Hobbs and Shaw movies, maybe? Interesting. Be but we do know that Jason Statham will be returning to the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, because what else is he going to He was in the post credit scene of, the, of F9, of the Fast and Furious uh, movie. If you haven't seen Fast 9... Who's our new intern, Austin? Austin. <laughs> Austin? <laughs> Ostentatious. Spoiler alert for Austin if you haven't seen the new F9 movie. I'm not an intern at work I am here. very much do you looking. Get paid? Do you know no. they're they're filming the last So there was only supposed to be 10 Fast and Furious movies, That's but 9 too many. But now they're loser. <laughs> Now they're doing uh they're going to do 11, but the last two are going to be filmed back to back like the Lord of the Rings <laughs> in space. <laughs> <laughs> or like Back to the Future. Remember I think they filmed the last two Back to the Future movies at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack, I got a question for you. What, Vincent Fody? What's your favorite four non-blonde song? <sighs> My favorite four... You didn't give me a chance to answer! <laughs> Next up on the Biscuits and Gravy Train today is... Detention! I hate you, Vincent Fody. But I love four non-blondes. And you want to know what's up with me, baby? I bought a pound and a half of mahi-mahi... And I'm going to be From frying. friend of the show, Cool Hand Luke? Yeah, I'll be frying that up today. Oh, yeah? He yeah. tried to sell it to me. Yeah. I was like, I got enough fish right now, but... Ooh, mm. buying fresh fish is always a good way to go, especially <laughs> if you're good. trying to start a low-carb diet. Yeah. I just got to figure out what to bread it in. Friend of the show... Friend of the show, Luke, sold me some fresh ahi, and oh, it, was it was so, so good. good. Oh, you came over to my house that I night. Did. Yeah, it that was, oh, man, it was so tasty. Mm -hmm. I just, like, lightly seared it. I put a little bit of, like, a like a sea salt chili pepper rub on the outside. Oh, man. And you just get it nice and seared to, like, a medium rare, and then slice it up and serve it poo-poo style. Oh, so, so good. good. For mahi-mahi, uh, the secret is butter and then hot sauce. It's so good. Yeah. So South hey, Beach Wait, diet, wait, you're telling me no that bread butter... Crumbs. Makes stuff taste good. I know. Instead of breadcrumbs, I, I could just swap out Parmesan cheese. Or, you ready for this, Chuck? Yeah. I'm so excited because 
uh, from doing an, a low carb diet, I've learned so much stuff. Ooh, tell and me so about much it, fun cheese. First of all, you can eat like a whole wheel of cheese. That's fine. Way ahead of you. Um, you can cook. You can just eat like mad steak and butter. Way ahead of you. Just every day. Nice. <laughs> and also, can't have croutons in your salad, but you know what you can have? Pork rinds. Oh, baby. You can put, you, you can eat oh, like a whole. I can have pork rinds oh, in my salad. Oh, let me say it again. Pork rinds. <laughs> Don't sit on your spurs. But yeah, you can eat you can eat like a whole bag of pork rinds. There's zero carbs in it. It's oh, so good. Oh man, I am looking forward to this diet. <laughs> Sweet. What's, how about bacon? Can you eat bacon? You can eat all the bacon you want, baby. What? Yeah. So you just can't have any bread. Oh good. Who would have thought when you're eating a burger, the bad part was not the greasy burger. The bread. It was the bun. Mm. Guys, don't eat the bun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat buns, huh? Uh, while we're still at the top of the show, you want to do a little housekeeping, Chuck? I do want to do a little bit of housekeeping. And today's housekeeping is proudly presented in part by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. And also by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Hold on. All right. Do you remember that song? She drives me crazy. Boop, boop. That's All right. by Fine Young Cannibals. That is correct. Okay. I... <laughs> Okay, so yes, FYC, also known as Fine Young Cannibals, they did a song in, I believe it was, the, it must have been like 88, 89, something like that when that song came out, and did you ever see, did you ever see the, the Muppets cover of that song? No. Where it's, it's Kermit and Miss Piggy singing the song, and the, the, the music video came out in, I think it was like 93, 94, so there's all these 90 celebrities in it. <laughs> This is and awesome. it's like Paula Poundstone and Paul Reiser. Nice. <laughs> and like a very young Conan O'Brien who must have, he must have like just gotten the Conan O'Brien show. And there's so many weird, like Katie Couric's in there for some reason. It's all these weird early 90s NBC celebrities. They're NBC celebrities. Yeah. Helen Hunt's in there. NBC celebrities. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah it, makes, it must have been some sort of NBC. Yeah, absolutely. Were the Muppets owned by NBC at yeah. some point? Yep. Yay! <laughs> oh, lordy. So, I'm going to send you the link to that because it's so ridiculous, all the weird 90 celebrities that, that they have great. in there. Do you know what doesn't sound great? The rap song in the Muppet movie. Oh, by uh, performed by Chris Cooper, possibly Chris, the world's Chris most Cooper. embarrassing rapper. That, that is, is the cringiest song. It is the song. most... Cr I don't throw the word cringe around lightly, but that is definitely a cringe song if I've ever heard one. Ooh. Chris Cooper, the dad from... October Sky. October Sky. And American Beauty. Yes, yes. He was uh, not Kevin Spacey, but yeah. the gay dad who... The, he's not who gay. Had the, he just who, hates gay people and wants to be railed by gay, gay dudes and, and make out with dudes. And have Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> How many other ways can we say Trump supporter without saying Trump, <laughs> Trump supporter? supporter. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's do some housekeeping. Uh, don't forget that Monday Fun Day is going on at the playground. Oh, Monday Fun Day. Monday Fun Day is when they have like comedy shows or and trivia. or trivia at the playground. So that's always fun time. Um, you can. I think it was uh, Charlie Wilson just performed on Monday. Mm, not the guy that started uh, the Afghan. Not the senator from the 50s, but the, the oh, okay. African-American comedian who was really funny. And then on Tuesdays, we started doing open mic again. Power Up Comedy presents the comedy open mic at the playground. Guys, we're so excited to finally have open mic back. It feels good to be able to get out there and work on our new material and work on our comedic skills. That was me without open mic. And now I'm <laughs> That's online. how I felt without open mic. 
But now we can finally get up and try some new material. And watch other people do new material, which right. is also cringeworthy, but fun. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's what Open Mic is all about, mm-hmm. is people who are funny getting up and working on stuff, and people who aren't funny getting up and not being being funny in a, a more ironic sense where they're not in on the joke <laughs> and i'm just in the back drinking martinis being hoo hoo ho ho oh yeah uh-huh. so that's tuesdays at the playground doors are at six sign up starts at six and the show always starts at eight o'clock so it's usually like eight to ten nice man so much fun all right now the moment we've all been waiting for chuck i gotta talk to you about your narrow escape from alaska Biscuit Junction Escape Story Part 2. Yeah, this is like the the escape from Alaska. So tell me, you you were in Alaska like two days before Alaska had... It was an 8.2... That's a big earthquake, Earthquake. 8.2 is... On the Andy Richter scale, it's ginormous. On the the Mike Richter scale. It is really... That's a really big... It's a big one. Earthquake. I think it was like the the fourth biggest earthquake... Of like all time, and of course, I was in. For those who are just tuning in, the, the, the highest being like a nine point four or something like that is the highest of all time. I think KAKU eighty point five, the voice of Maui. That's right. Some of the highest earthquakes around uh, in the sixties. Alaska had an earthquake, and it shifted Main Street like forty feet up and forty foot down. Wow. On one side. Wait, we so went to a park it went and up and then it came the, back down. Yeah, and then it split. Uh, you could see like woods where it went up and down, like and I like fought trench warfare. Wow! When I saw it, but it was actually that much that shifted. And so you people, went on like an earthquake tour. Yeah, I did. Wow! It was in a trolley, and it was by a sassy former teacher. Okay. Yeah, who came so, here? So the sixties. That was like seventy years ago. Mm. Feels weird. A to, while ago. Feels I mean, weird to say. The nineteen sixties was not sixty 70 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> sixty years ago. It's still it a long time. Five years ago, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it could be long time ago. Crazy man. And you also went on like a small plane ride as I well. Did. And then yeah. and, and then, then there was a a small plane crash in Alaska too. And they were on the same. It was the the, the uh, like Snake River or whatever. We did the same tour. Wow! Yeah, really? Yeah! Wow! So, That's then, scary. Well, I mean, you better them, count your biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody up there is looking down on you, Chuck. Yeah, I was actually at the time I was on the plane. I was like, you know what? I could go down because I was only there because I was going to get checked into charcuterie rehab right. at the St. Anthony's Clinic. And now I'm leaning the other way. I just got to get rid of the crackers. I can have all the foie gras I want, baby. Yeah, that's a it's a slippery slope. But charcuterie, yeah, as long as you don't eat the crackers, you can eat all the charcuterie. I'm, I'm gonna want. replace them with cucumbers. Are you so gonna, we're gonna see how that goes. Are you gonna actually cucumbers works good. Cucumbers, yeah, goat cheese on cucumbers, it's delicious. <laughs> cucumbers and cottage cheese. That's nachos Flanders style. Oh. <laughs> And then wash it down with a nice bowl of ice milk. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I, you can't have milk. I dated a girl. Oh, you can't have milk? Uh, no. But you can have cheese? You can have cheese. I don't know how that works. Oh, who knows? If you know why that cheese works. Cheese is very low carb, but milk still has like the lactic acid in it or uh-huh. some something like that. Interesting. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I got a discount on Safeway when I got my COVID vaccine, and the discount says no alcohol, no tobacco, or... Liquid lactose products. Whoa, really? So I can have solid. You can get ten percent off cheese, but I couldn't get ten uh, percent off liquid dairy. So, and you also can't buy like 
Budweiser. Yeah, can't buy <laughs> can't buy Budweiser, and that's a secret. When I got vaxxed, I didn't drink two days before or two days after, and I had no side effects. Really? So do you mm-hmm. think do you think that's just a coincidence, or do you think that that not drinking has something to do with it? I think that not drinking helped. So yeah, you have guys, a healthier microbiome, out and there, so they're if able you haven't to vaxxed yet. Get vaccinated. We're sitting guys, here first, and the biscuits are great. Please show. get vaccinated, even though we... I was against it for a while, you know, because <laughs> I was living in the bunker and I, I was praying to the my pillow guy. But I think I've been converted. I yeah, I think that I think it's a a, a I think it might good, be real. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Also, just get vaccinated, just in case you want to travel. Just guys, let's do the right thing. Do you hear about those people that forge their vaccination documents and they got fined twenty thousand dollars? Yeah, guys. So don't <laughs> even even though it's it probably easy to afford a va- uh, forge a Dude, vaccination card. These vaccine card. cards don't look like anything. It's it's like a piece of cardboard that you can buy at the store and print out your own. But guess what? Don't do that because somebody got caught trying to pass off a fake one, and then they got fined twenty thousand dollars. And you know, it's not like you know when you get pulled over by the cops and you give them like a insurance card. Or like a, or if you have a fake safety sticker, <laughs> <laughs> like some some friends like of the show out the there, show. who will remain you know. unnamed. But you know, they they also have like a database with all the information in it. So you just have to like check the database, and they're gonna realize that it's fake. Oh, you know, no. when you get vaccinated, they put your name on like a list, and it says, oh, "Oh, this person got vaccinated." So <laughs> if you're walking around with a fake vax card, all it's gonna take is a. a preliminary glance at a computer screen and they're going to bust you. So just get vaccinated, guys. It's not that hard. It was very challenging. I had to go to Safeway and then sit down for 16 minutes. <laughs> so you tell me, like, some states are giving away lottery tickets if you get vaccinated. Some places are giving away free joints. Uh, joints for jabs. That's joints the for world jabs. I want to live in. But our Safeway is giving away... 10%. 10% off of non-liquid lactose products. Yeah, up to $200. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. That's like 20 bucks. If you spend $200. You can save... T- <laughs> if you spend... T- that's, that's how percentages work. <laughs> Jerk, I hate you. Um, speaking of anti-vaxxers, did you hear they just shut down that uh, anti-vax social network app? <laughs> there was a dating website for anti-vaxxers. Did you come up with a list of funny names for that for the website? Well, I it's, it's funny because I myself have been trying to get my um, anti-vax dating app off the ground. <laughs> and so I, I did have some ideas for anti-vax dating This apps. is Vincent Fodi, a comedian from Power Up Comedy on KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Okay, so one of them was Spreader. All right. <laughs> Which it's just S P R entendre if I've ever heard one. Yeah, spreader. I hardly know her. Ayo. It's just S P R E A D R. You have to you have to drop that last E uh-huh. in the E R so that people know it's an app. Okay. And then there's uh plan- plenty of antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> I that like could be uh, like an ants only dating app though too. <laughs> oh, I want the little antibody. Oh. Uh, harmers only. Oh no. Christian Mangle. We are 19. Oh, because it's COVID-19. <laughs> Instead of we are 18. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, more of, that's more of like a 1-900 sex line. Wow. <laughs> but yes, we are 19. Uh, do you want to take your mask off, baby? Oh, yeah. You don't need a mask I'm in here. I'm sliding the mask off my left oh, ear. Oh, yeah. No you protection. You want to the right ear mask off. You want to have a conversation oh, with me, raw yeah. dog? No protection. No uh, mask. Lisp. I don't even care. Oh, yeah. I'm a mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you certainly are, Chuck. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but if you're going to the Olympics, definitely make sure you wear a mask because they're having quite the outbreak over there in Tokyo. Yeah, so apparently hey, they're are you guys up aware? 78%. <laughs> are you guys aware that the Olympics are going on? Ugh, lamesies. <laughs> it's like f- the Olympics are one of those things that happens every four years, even though nobody asks for it or yeah, care about it's it. Like, like midterm elections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> The Olympics are like community theater. Like, are we still doing this? There's like way better stuff to do. Yeah. But it's not even like, I'll watch a football game, but like the the Olympics takes one good sport and breaks it down into like five different sports. Yeah. Like, like football is about running, throwing, catching. Nope. That's 19 different Olympic sports. (laughs) If you break them down. Plus there's not enough sports where people die anymore. Like the, first of all, they're called the 2020 Olympics and it's not 2021. What are they going to do? Rebrand all the cups. Yeah, what's <laughs> Tokyo gonna reprint all their Olympic banners? I don't think so. That's just like uh, when Mulligans on the Blue tried to have Zeptemberfest in October. <laughs> it's like, guys, that's the whole point. You had a whole month to pull this off, and you couldn't make it happen. You had a whole year to do it. You had. <laughs> It's not like like September snuck up on you. You oh, knew oopsie, we all knew when September was coming, and so the pun doesn't work if it's not in September. There's no Rocktoberfest. It's September. It has to be in September, guys. Just like the 2020 Olympics, Should've which was last year, which was predicted by Akira. Uh huh. Did you ever see the movie Akira? No. Um, Akira. You never saw Akira? I don't know. Akira is like one of the greatest. Uh, anime movies of all time. And I definitely have it's not seen it. Extremely influential. Um, Akira was a, a sci-fi anime movie from, I believe, it was the late '80s when it came out. The movie takes place in like sort of like this, just like gross this, dystopian future. I would say gross dystopian future, okay. like most cyberpunk settings are. Nice. And in the future, it takes place in 2020, and the and Tokyo was hosting the Olympics in 2020. Oh, so it actually, snap. Akira actually predicted not only. Tokyo hosting the Olympics in 2020, but also it the taking place in gross. a dystopian future. Yes. So unfortunately, that is what we're living through right now. Olympics ratings are plummeting. Nobody is watching the Olympics because nobody, first of all, nobody, it's every four years when the Olympics comes around, I barely have enough energy to muster up the ability to care about the Olympics. At least soccer, it's like other countries against other countries in one small sport. Right. And soccer isn't really great in the U.S., so you can just be like, oh, Ireland's out. Good thing I don't need to watch them anymore. Right. Or Italy won, so that's cool. But it's like nobody really cares about the Olympics. And now, especially that they're holding the Olympics in a time when they really shouldn't be holding the olympics they should have just canceled the olympics and for some reason canceled tokyo who's uh like japan is usually on the right side of history when it comes to stuff like this but for some reason they some of our audience (laughs) members are cringing i let's say they've had a good track record for like the last since we bombed them i guess yeah they kind of learned their lesson (laughs) bad talk but no japan has always been very progressive and for some reason they just could not bring themselves to cancel the olympics mm. guys what are you doing well they really wanted to take home the skateboarding olympic from us so. <laughs> they wanted to prove that they were the world's best skateboarders oh lordy why are they drug testing for the olympics still too what's up with that i don't know i think it should be like in futurama where uh steroid injections are mandatory for all <laughs> athletes like let's see how far we can take this guys i just want to have a big great olympic torch light up a big great olympic you know oh a giant olympic doobie not in japan well maybe that will like when when portland hosts the olympics yeah (laughs) we'll get there all right we come from jamaica we have a bobsled team oh yeah that movie when is jamaica uh, gonna host the olympics did they ever host the olympics probably not not the winter olympics i'm guessing i mean if (laughs) kadar can do the 
soccer, dumb one. Hmm. Are slaves still dying? If John Candy can play an athlete, then oh, Jamaica can Lordy. have a bobsled team. Lordy. Oh, oh, Olympics. His last name was Candy. Yeah. Chuck Hollandaise over here. <laughs> I guess my former stage name was Chuck Sauce. Vince, we need to do another stop on the biscuits and gravy train today. Oh, you don't want to just talk about the Olympics? How the Olympics are stupid. Everybody hates the dumb, dumb Olympics. The big thing about the Olympics, Vincent Fodi, is all the sex trafficking happening about it, okay? The Olympics, these big sports games, okay? It's just a way for the elite to move underage people from one country to another to suck on their adrenochrome and maybe something else. Okay, in a in a cardboard bed, nonetheless. <laughs> Thanks, Tokyo. Ah, oh, it's really not going well for them. No, and what's the deal with what's the deal with COVID? Um, first, I don't know if you've heard about this, but our con- our conservative friends have been doing this weird thing where conservatives are rooting against the USA athletes in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? If you are basing your entire identity on being a real patriot then you should probably not be rooting against America in the Olympics. Hmm. Guys, let's just hmm. let's just get on the same page here. You ready for follow-up junction, Chuck? The most amount. Blow the whistle. <laughs> follow-up junction is when we talk about stuff that we talked about in previous shows. Uh, I, li- I like the old saying follow that... Follow-up junction, I said that the terrorists trained at the same airport that the CIA used to bring cocaine into the United States. And I got a little bit of backlash for that one. But guess what? It's true, baby! Oh, it turned out to be it's true? It's totally true! Wait, so something that you said that was a wacky conspiracy was it actually is true? It's true, baby! Wow. Just like I've been talking about weather modification on the show since day one, baby! And do you know what Dubai did? They did oh. something very Dubai-ous! Du- Dubai is cloud seeding right now. Cloud because seeding? Because they're having a, they're having a Whoa, drought. Oh, we got the crackle in here! Did you hear that? They're having a drought right now so they're they're what are they doing they're like shooting they're like shooting lasers they're into shooting laser beams <laughs> into the clouds with drones vincent Fody. that doesn't even sound that sounds like the plot of like a sci-fi movie ah! somewhere near the burj khalifa <laughs> d- drones are shooting laser beams into clouds cloud seeding today's <laughs> show is broadly presented in part by reggie watts light bulbs brighten your day with watts Today's show is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cummerbunds. Let Benedict go to waste. And, of course, we can't forget our good friends down at Jackie Gleason's Creasons. Jackie Gleason's Creasons, the best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955. His prices will send you straight to the moon. And, of course, who could forget Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. Did they, did they pass that moratorium on, on evicting people? Uh, I don't know yet. That seems weird because this is the United States, and usually we don't give nice things to poor people. Yeah, let's let's kick those pores right out. Yeah. But also, I read a new study that um, let's get them right out of here. Apparently, homeless people—not all of them are drug addicts. Did you know that? A lot of people that are homeless are um, people. That's that's because um, we started doing that thing where we drug test people for who want to get welfare. <laughs> Dude, so Florida did it. <laughs> I think I think that's and what like, did it. Florida, like, come on, you shouldn't be doing anything. Uh, so Florida actually did that program, and not only did it cost more money to drug test people than the amount of money they were going to give out, which is insane. Uh, but it turns out that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work because people uh, people are going to do drugs whether they have whether they're getting welfare or not. 
And I'm sorry, but like if you're unemployed for like a day or an hour, uh, yeah, when or, you're unemployed, or if you're take employed, it from me, Chuck. When you're getting unemployment, there's never been a better time to do drugs. Yeah, like, <laughs> what are y'all doing, dude? <laughs> that's that's when you need drugs the most, guys. You've been unemployed for a year and you live on a beach in Florida, okay? And there's no marijuana in your system. Hmm, hmm interesting. Suspicious. Every time that a state wants to do that, it always turns out that they're being lobbied by somebody that owns like a drug testing company yeah <laughs> let's end the war on drugs guys mm. we, we talked to we talked to ronald reagan about it last we week did. remember he gave us a call and it was ronald reagan's boys that were flying the cocaine into florida really? and back and vice versa baby wait that was ronald that happened under ronald reagan's yeah, watch absolutely oh yeah. man and who was head of the cia when reagan was president bush Oh, oh, that was when Bush was the head of the CIA? Yeah, dude. Wow. It all ties back, baby. My, Trust no one. My favorite one-term president. Let's get into some follow-up junction. I got some fun stuff to talk about this week, Chuck. Remember how, how every week we've been talking about Ben and Jerry's ice cream? Yeah, dude. Right, well, last week we were talking about how Ben and Jerry stopped selling ice cream in Israel. Yes. Because of Israel's, I don't know, supposed war crimes. So it wasn't just Israel. It was Israel-occupied territory. Is Israel-occupied territory. they're denying the Palestinians the ice cream. That's when, when you're being occupied illegally by Israel, that's when you need ice cream the most to I take know. your mind off things. So, <laughs> so Ben and Jerry's realized the error of their ways, and so I heard that they are going to re-release a line of uh, flavors in the Middle East to in Israel and all the occupied territories. But so they're not going to release the original flavors. They have a whole new line of flavors oh, for Israel. So are you ready to hear these? Is this is Vince Fodi on KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. These are new uh, uh, Israeli and Middle Eastern based uh, flavors of ice cream from Ben and Jerry's. Okay. All right. So we have uh, Chill Eagle Occupation. Oh, I love it. Uh, border Walnut. <laughs> Dead Sea Salted Caramel. <laughs> oh, they they like that one. Okay. Yeah, I, I for some reason I like that one. We too. have uh, Chalkupied Territory. Okay, War Crime Crunch. Oh, I love it. Lebanana, Hamas and pineapple. Uh, we got one of my favorites, Jordan Almond. Always a good one. <laughs> we have Gefilte Fish Food. <laughs> gefilte Fish. Food. Of course, fish is spelled with a P H. <laughs> of course. Uh, there's Date Night. Mm-hmm. Underrated one there. These are uh, Ben and Jerry's flavored for occupied Palestine. <laughs> uh, we have Reese's Peace in the Middle East. Oh, Reese's Peace in the Middle East. Uh, my favorite, Jerusalem Lemonade. <laughs> and Benjamin Nut and you <laughs> which is a yoo flavored ice cream with chocolate-covered almonds. Benjamin Nut and you <laughs> Wow. Oh, that one. Wow. Makes me happy. Wow. <laughs> Reese's Peace in the Middle East. Ben and Jerry's exclusive okay. flavor. That was follow-up. Biscuits and gravy. That was follow-up junction, Chuck. Follow-up junction is proudly presented in part by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes oh, against speaking hunger. Speaking of war crimes, 
<laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Before we get into Morningwood, Vincent Fody, let's take a quick break. Oh, we got to take a real break? We got to take an actual oh. break because we are at the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Maui's number two radio program. But now I'm all jazzed up for Morningwood. Right here on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. We are a nonprofit educational show coming back in the second half of the hour. We got Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about Prepper Con. Ooh, are you prepping for the great world? <laughs> yes, Con, right in the name. <laughs> and we got tons of Morningwood for you. The stories that CNN will not tell you. We are not the lamestream media, Vincent Fody. Red light, neon light. You just go to it. It's P-Funk playing nonstop. <laughs> Who loves the funk? I love Parliament. I know, dude. You, you used to smoke Parliament. I did used to smoke Parliament. Yeah, Make dude. my funk the P-Funk. That's what I say. Uh-huh. All right, we're back. Today's show is brought to us by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise's. And also, of course, by Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. <laughs> Today's show is proudly underwritten in part by Britney Spears hair cutting scissors. For the best in shears, get Britney Spears. All right, so you ready for Morningwood, Chuck? The most about ready for Morningwood. I've Ooh. got some interesting stuff to talk about for Morningwood. Ooh, I just went from six to midnight. Um, are you familiar with um Bel Air, California? <laughs> The most amount familiar with Bel Air, um, as made popular by the 1990s sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now, I don't know if you know this, Chuck, but there's um, a little story about how my left got flipped, <laughs> turned upside down, and I'd like to think I'm in it just sitting right here. Um, I'm the one from Philadelphia. I'm the Ow! one that should be singing the because you the always Fresh are Prince. shooting some b-ball upside of the school. Yeah, uh, when so a couple it, of guys every, that were up to no good. Every everybody in Philadelphia has to learn that song. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. So, in Fresh in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> they quickly write out DJ Jazzy Jeff. Um, they also wrote out uh, the Bin Laden family. Oh yes, which <laughs> which was a good call. So I don't. Did you know that uh, Osama Bin Laden's brother owned a multi million dollar mansion in Bel Air? Of course. And it was, believe it or not, it was a pink mansion. So this is a a huge mansion. The outside of it is colored pink, and because it's been abandoned since like 2001 because after 2001 all the bin ladens kind of like left the country and never came back actually fun fact about that they were given private access to leave when all the planes were downed on september 11 they were the only ones in the entire country who were allowed to fly and leave the country Mm, isn't that weird it's nice it's nice when you have criminal ties to the government that's crazy um so (laughs) That's true, people. Look it up. Look or it just, up, people. Just watch Fahrenheit 9-11. <laughs> uh, so, so this pink mansion in Bel Air had been left vacant since since 2001. So what did they do? Uh, bin Laden's brother, Ibrahim Bin Laden, he rented it out to adult filmmakers. Isn't that nice? You know, as we all know, the Bin Laden family had quite the taste for porn right exactly and so for the last 20 years they've just been filming porn movies in this in this pink mansion in bel-air california wow. isn't that cool wow. and so it's fine sense because so many uh, porn are filmed in mansions right and so it's finally uh, going up for sale i guess they're they're tired of renting it out to adult film companies uh they're putting it on the market it's going for right now on the market for let me check my notes 28 million dollars that's it. That's, that's like a mini a, apartment in Maui. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, a, that's like a condo in Maui. Yeah. Uh, so twenty eight mil, which is 
maybe we can we can dip into our Patreon money <laughs> and try to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you want to donate to the Biscuits and Gravy Fund, give us a call at 808-877-3435. And yes, we do have Patreon money because we have, it's true, more more than zero Patreon followers. Mm-hmm. So That's our Biscuitier. Yeah, that's uh, that's money in the Biscuit so Bank Vince, right you're there. you're telling me that for 20 years they filmed porn in Osama Bin Laden's cousin, no, brother's mansion. Brother's mansion. Wow. I was like, this guy probably has close ties to Bin Laden because he's his brother. But then I found out that um, their father had like 50 kids. So <laughs> so I could see if there's like 50 kids by 22 different wives, how you probably wouldn't be in close contact with all of them, right? I'm not wow. even in close contact with my one, with my one sister. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also in porn news, Chuck, I don't know if uh, you're familiar with a little website called OnlyFans. OnlyFans, love it. Well, what if I were to tell you that there's a there's an Australian OnlyFans star named Evelyn Uncovered. Oh, all about it. And she's giving away two for one discount. Mm. No, but no, it's she. You don't get two subscriptions, and you don't get to see two women. It's just one woman, and she has. Hold on, let me check my notes again. Two vaginas. She was formerly a stripper and uh, escort in Australia, and she's she's actually pretty good looking. She looks like a like a tattooed Lana Rhodes. If you can picture Whoa. Lana Rhodes, but with like tattoos all over. Not who I was thinking of. She was formerly an escort, and her it's it's not like she's got two visible oh, man, vaginas. So she's she got could, like, like two. Like she off. looks normal on the outside, yeah. and then inside there's like two sets of like pipes wow going in there. and so when she used to this is true when she used to be a an escort a sex worker she said that she used one for business and one for pleasure of course <laughs> which i mean that's the that's the now i've seen that makes total sense i've seen men in the internet world that have two members and it's always fake no there's there's one guy out there with with two dogs. You think that one's real? The one the one guy who got famous on it for wow, it? That's yeah. Real? The, that one guy who's like famous for having two. Hmm. Maybe they should get together and do like a little crossover. <laughs> if you got two members of your downtown family, give us a call at 808-877-3435. <laughs> I want to hear But yeah, she didn't even it. she didn't even know that she had two until like she went to the gynecologist when she was like 20. Oh, wow. So she had been living for a long time and never even realized that she had two vaginas. Isn't I that guess, crazy? You know, I guess how often do you take a look at yourself, you know? How often do you check your vagina, Chuck? Not often enough. I got the mirror <laughs> for it. Oh, so she also said, uh, she says on her website, like, have you ever seen triple penetration? So she's Whoa. like one of the only people in the world that can do that. Wow. So... I'm excited. That's uh, you can I don't know if I <laughs> check am, her out on OnlyFans. Evelyn Uncovered wow. is her name. So yeah, she's uh, shooting straight to the top of OnlyFans right mm. now. We're not the only ones. Oh, and um, I don't know if you heard this, Chuck, but we just got some really good news this morning. A uh, study from Harvard came out. It just said that men who ejaculate at least 21 times per month, ooh, way ahead of you, slash their risk of prostate cancer by a third. One third, Chuck. Can you believe that? So sometimes I try to get all of my 21 in in one day at the beginning of the month. <laughs> Just yes. get it out of the way. But make sure you're getting your uh, 21 in there for your for your oh, prostate man. health. Right? So I'm like 60% less likely to get colon cancer. <laughs> I'm, I am 99% 
no <laughs> way I'm it. getting colon cancer. <laughs> no way whatsoever. So yeah, you can and twenty one times that's hey, like Tony, you getting colon cancer? Nope. 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 <laughs> no one that works at KAKU. Anyone in Austin, you getting colon cancer? I think we're all safe around here. <laughs> can we scare did we scare Austin away yet? So that means you can do you can do uh you can do it every day, but you can take one cheat day where you don't have to ejaculate. <laughs> I think that would be the cheat but day. But I don't take my cheat days. Who's doing this study, by the way, in Harvard? It was, like imagine like you're getting your parents to shell out sixty eight K a year and you're like, So what'd you learn at school today? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody got walked in on. They're like, "What are you doing?" And they're uh, like, oh, "I'm I'm doing uh, a research times." Oh, kid, I thought you were cheating on me. <laughs> <I'm> do- <laughs> <laughs> You're just at home. You're just like making sure 24 people don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're on TV, so they're not going to appreciate my hand gestures. <laughs> no, if you if you can't see Chuck Ooh, right now, folks. beans and cornbread. Next stop on the Biscuits and Gravy train today is Gluttony Club. Uh, I've got a lot to talk about for Gluttony Club. By the way, Gluttony Club is presented in part by Tara Reads Audiobooks. When you need someone to read it to you, Tara Reads. <laughs> Gluttony Club is proudly presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Leaky Umbrella? <laughs> Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up! And today's show is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. Wow. So, cooking a comedy, making fun of the Bush family, watching stuff <laughs> on TV. Talking about porn and conspiracies. Ooh, baby. Um, actually, I got some good... Cons- if we have enough time at the end, I got a little conspiracy cookbook for you. Let's do a quick gluttony club, but, a quick conspiracy. Yeah, let's do a, a quick, quick gluttony club. So, for gluttony club this week, I ate a bunch of... Um, crab cake sandwiches. Ooh, do you like crab cakes, Chuck? Love crab cakes. I effing love crab cakes so much, man. And uh, this week I had a hankering for some crab cake. Did sandwiches. you make like a patty club crab cake? Yes, as oh. a matter of fact. And so I couldn't decide if I now wanted tartar sauce or if I wanted cocktail sauce. So I made both, and okay. then like I would eat like one crab cake sandwich with a bunch of tartar sauce on it, one crab cake sandwich which, with a bunch of cocktail sauce. Mm-hmm. My problem with crab cakes is that whenever you go out to a restaurant or something, they always give you like these small little crab cakes. And it's like, I don't mind paying a lot of money for crab cakes, but I want to eat a lot of crab cake. Yeah, it's like when I buy cocaine. They're always cutting it. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to give you $200. I just, could you just give me what I want? Yeah, I would gladly pay more for this cocaine if it was just pure cocaine. You're, You're really shooting yourself in the foot there, guys. Yeah. Um, so the crab cake guys and the cocaine guys are all together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, uh, wait, is this cocaine cut with imitation crab meat? <laughs> Uh-oh, that means all the baby laxatives are in the crab cakes. Chuck, why did you take $300 out of the ATM at 4 in the morning? <laughs> it's never crab for cake. something good. Crab cakes, baby. Crab, crab cakes. cakes. So, by the way, this is another uh, uh, example of the Mandela effect. Did you know that Gordon's Fisherman is Gorton's with a T? No, it's not. Trust the, trust the Gorton's Fisherman? It's tr- trust the Gordon's Fisherman. I I swear to God, Chuck, I would have bet a million dollars that it was if Gordon. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. That's my favorite. They had <laughs> bare naked ladies sausages, but they don't have pre-wrapped bacon? Um, so, yeah, the Go- for, first of all, Gortons, and there was no Shazam movie either. What? It's all Mandela effect. What? So anyway, I went to the store. I bought like four boxes of Gordon's Fisherman crab cakes, and then I ate them, and they were delicious. Mm. So never again will I ever say, this is just isn't enough crab cake for me. So frozen food, crab cakes, good to go? Oh, yeah. You just is pop them in the toaster oven for like 25 keto? minutes? Is that low keto? 
I think it's it's not it's not carb free, but there if, if you don't get the breaded crab cakes, then mm-hmm. it's going to be keto friendly. Okay. Although crab crab meat and imitation crab meat does have carb some carbs in it, I think, but I think it's keto friendly. I have another solution to you. You, say you can you still eat like fifty carbs a day. Are which, torn between cocktail sauce and tartar sauce. Yeah. It? Have you ever had Thousand Island dressing with a squirt of sriracha in it? Yes, I have. That is good with crab cakes, man. That sounds really good. Yeah. Sounds like some sort of like special sauce. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Um, what else did I have this week? I had uh, short ribs. Did you have those short I did. ribs? They were good. When you came over to play D&D, my girlfriend Diana made short ribs. And basically, we just got some short ribs from Safeway, um, and we just put them in the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. you brown sugar, green onions. That's pretty much it. Pressure and some mirin. So you need some mirin, too, in there, yeah. which is like... It's like sort of like a rice wine, kind of that the peop- that they use in cooking. So you just throw that all in the pressure cooker and let it go, and then it's just so tender they, f- they fall apart. I went to Whole Foods and I bought a uh, beef tenderloin. I bought some oh red snapper and some pink tenderloin. fish. How much? Hold on, you bought a beef tenderloin from Whole Foods? Yeah, I only bought it was one. It was like a snowball amount of beef tenderloin. It was thirteen ninety nine. Oh, wait, that's it? Yeah, it was a wow, perfect that amount. Wow, that great. Yeah, it was like. A half, a little over half a pound or so. It was a really good price, actually. Because I remember one time I bought a tenderloin from there because I was making a beef Wellington. Yeah, that was like seventy dollars. It was like ninety dollars. Yeah, but I mean, you can't get you can't get a, a a giant tenderloin for like less than like eighty bucks on this island. The bigger you get it, the better the meat is. Anyway, I gotta yeah, say, it, it's so good. So it's definitely well worth it. I made kind of hollandaise sauce. So hollandaise and bernays, a little bit of a difference. I actually like to use a bernays, so it's Three egg yolks, half a stick of butter, two tablespoons white wine. I used a Riesling. Uh, two tablespoons apple cider vinegar. It asks for two tablespoons lemon. I don't do. I do apple one. cider vinegar is good in everything. And then they say a pinch of cayenne. I don't do that. I put a whole jalapeno in it. And I blend it all up. And I put that over the steak. Wait, do you stem and seed the jalapeno? So I originally toasted the jalapeno, took out the skin and the seeds. Put that in there. It wasn't spicy enough. You toasted it and took the skin off the yeah, jalapeno? People, yeah, absolutely. Wow. I want a smooth texture, bro. Wow, that sounds delicious. And then it wasn't spicy enough, so then I threw all the seeds back in and blended it up more. Ooh. And it frothed it up. Oh, so yeah. That it was like it. a... Oh, it was so good. It was like a butter, hot, spicy latte. And then I poured that all over my steak, and it was delicious. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. And keto-friendly. Mm-hmm. And I had a... Uh, <laughs> did a little bit of fish and shrimp on the side. Oh, that's so good. Then I made corn on the cob and put eliote <laughs> sauce on it. It was so good. Um, did you hear about Costco chickens? Are the price going up? No. Oh. But you know how, how Costco chickens are like way too cheap yeah. than they should be? To quote friend of the show, Shahane, you can't raise a chicken on $5. <laughs> well, I just found out that Costco loses money on their chickens. They lose $40 million a year. On their Costco chickens. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Costco. Guys, you were doing the Lord's work by selling those Costco chickens for $5. Thank you so much. It's we appre- we know that you're losing leader. money on it, and we appreciate you. It's a loss leader, but they do make it up. Like it the does, milk they it sell does get people less. in the door. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm. I mean, like that's the that's the number one thing. If somebody's like going to Costco, it's like grab me a chicken, dude. So how, how my can you not? diet is about to just be Costco chicken. Oh, also, we went to Maui Bruco. I know we were talking about Maui Bruco before. Are you gonna win me over? You seem to like it. I had uh, the chicken katsu sandwich. Okay, and the chicken katsu sandwich is awesome. And they have alcoholic slushies there now too. Ooh. So I got like a mango flavored um, like alcohol slushy. And that was fantastic. Also, I'm not supposed to drink on but it, diet. It did take diet. us. It did take us like 45 minutes to get our food because yeah. they were super busy. That is expected. And they don't have table service anymore. You have to go up to the counter and order oh, it, no. and then they just have like a food runner that comes no. out of the back with their food. So I do kind of miss the table service at Maui Bruco, but their alcoholic slushies are really good. Mm. What are you looking at forward to Gluttony Club this week? You got any meals on the docket? Um, no, I, I already talked about all the delicious stuff that i ate mm. so i don't know sometimes sometimes so, oh yeah okay so i can have vodka right? sometimes i i see stuff on tv and then i just write it i put it on my to-do list i'm like man like next week i'm gonna make that it's gonna be so good so this week it was crab cakes i was mm. like i had a hankering for crab cakes last week was meatloaf sandwiches i eat gordon's fisherman frozen fish products and i had no idea i'm very upset i know i was like gord tons maybe it's the 5g energy is making us change our minds all right so you want to do a quick spoiler alert i guess i, I, just I don't even give a shout out to i was feeling really down in the dumps and when i was in alaska i went to a prepper con and i think i'm gonna start living in my basement vincent Fody. i have a friend who is like a ten, like he's like a casual prepper fan and casual he lives in philadelphia and philadelphia just got hit by a tornado what? So I was like, man, I guess uh, being a prepper in Philadelphia isn't as crazy as it once seemed. There's a product I found uh, at PrepperCon. This is a real product. And then I was throwing something away, and I found what I call a garbage treasure. Uh, okay. So, you know, first of the month, a lot of people moving in and moving out. People throw stuff away. It's the first of the month. I found a bag of unopened food, like hermetically oh sealed God. food. And it, <sighs> don't I, eat that. It's jug. well. First of all, I did, and some of the soup is really good. Shout out! Uh, <laughs> but they had pancakes in there, and I, I poop you not, Vincent Fody. They're called Patriot Pancakes. Oh no! And it's for preppers. It says right on the back whether you're, and it's it's not facetious. Patriot Pancakes. And they have an expiration date of 40 years, but they recommend having it just a little bit here and a little bit there just for fun to throw it in. Speaking about preppers and the end of the world, let's do a quick conspiracy cookbook. Let's do it. We got two and a half minutes left of the show, man. So we've talked about this before on the show about how New Zealand may or may not exist. First of all, New Zealand definitely exists, but we, we've talked about this before about how not on any maps, all bro. the that they they intentionally leave New Zealand off of the maps half the time because there's tons of maps out there that don't have New Zealand on it. And why are they doing this? It's because they're trying to pretend like New Zealand doesn't exist. Why? It's because, I don't know if you know this, Chuck, we talked about this a, a while ago, but New Zealand is like the place where all the millionaires and billionaires are buying up like their post-apocalyptic property. The truest of the stories. Look it up. Like they, they, this is where New Zealand is a place where everybody's buying their end time bunkers. So like all the super rich people have these bunkers in New Zealand. And so like when, ev when everything goes down and the world starts to really fall apart, all the super rich people are going to be in New Zealand living underground. Now, 
there was also just a Google executive who got in trouble because he was telling people that they weren't allowed to work remotely from home. And that he was working from his home in New he, Zealand. He was not only working remotely, but he moved to New Zealand. And they're not even letting people into New Zealand. But he like worked out some backdoor deal with the New Zealand government and was able to sneak into New Zealand right under the wire. And so people are really mad about, A, him getting into New Zealand, and B, him being a hypocrite and telling people that they can't work from it's home. It's a modern-day Argo. They all are pretending they're filming something with James Cameron, and then they're oh, sneaking into the country. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in is filming something in New Zealand right now. Mm, I don't trust so, three-named people. Exactly. Mm. I don't trust three-named people either, like Rhonda Lee Kitt. Joseph I trusted her when Gordon. she was Rhonda Hanson. Is it Joseph Gordon-Levitt or Gordon? <laughs> Joseph Gordon Fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then also... The, uh, New Zeal is so, in the name. This is some Anne Rain shit, bro. Is it, is it possible that they that they started the COVID virus as an excuse to shut down New Zealand and keep everybody out of it? Are we already seeing things, wheels being put into motion of people being kept out of New Zealand? Mm. New Zealand has more sheep than people. I'm just asking questions, guys. Oh, sheeple. Oh, they <laughs> <laughs> right, Vince, we're over the limit. Come All right. on. All right. It's time to right. wrap up the show. Spoiler alert. Uh, there's an incest space baby in Rick and Morty. And that's canon now. And then they people, a lot of people were mad about it when it happened in episode five. And then they Ugh. didn't talk about it in episode six. And then in episode seven, they went back and they talked about it again. They had a funny gimmick in it where... They had weird voiceovers during the last episode. Oh, yeah. And it turns out there were aliens in their ears. Yeah. Also, shout out a uh, new show I'm watching, Black Summer. It's um, on, we don't uh, have time to talk about Netflix. that. We got to do so chokes up the knowledge right. below. All right. Our first question comes from Janie in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Janie wants to know, what was the first song to play on MTV? What is Video Killed the Radio Star? That's correct. Chuck's stuff knowledge buffalo, of course, is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room, and he's I'm already one for one. Yeah, MTV just turned forty. I know, isn't that gross? We are the MTV generation, Chuck. Mm. Um, so yes, yeah, so it was video killed I'm the radio so star old. by MTV played music, Mr. Videos. Buggles. Yeah. All right. Question two comes from Jason in Duluth, Minnesota. He wants to know: <laughs> A nonagon has how many sides? A non nonagon. A nonagon. It's the sides are all made of unleavened bread. That's incorrect. Nonagon has nine sides. Nine sides. Anything with N O N O N A is is nine. Nineagon. Nine. They should, they should call it. All right. Our third question is always a sports question. Our third question comes from Allison Empire. Allison wants to know this female gymnast sparked controversy after dropping out of some Olympic events, citing mental health. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> She's the the greatest Olympic female gymnast of all time she's or from texas she? what's her name <laughs> or is she if she drops out i don't oh, know dude the the other girl the the runner who got kicked out for marijuana she's from texas too oh yeah that's that texas, was dude. simone biles oh, simone no. biles but she is back and she already won a gold for one of the individual events so we're very happy to have you that's back simone presented biles. In part by simone biles biles <laughs> and that also means that that's the end of our show Today's show is proudly presented in a part by Bill Gates Gates. If you like windows, you'll love Gates. Today's show is also brought to us in part by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Vincent Vody, I'll see you next week. Same gravy time, same biscuit place. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> Hi, I'm Vince Vody, co-host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. That was a good KKU one. is a listener-supported station. 